1: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the sports Grade Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Davis Maddox, joined by Andrew Barron on Thursday afternoons as we run through the main slate of DFS. And, uh, you know, to be honest, pretty... Gross slate. Uh, I don't believe there's any game with a total in the fifties. We have, uh, you know, everyone's favorite team, the Detroit lions probably going to be without Amon Ross, St. Brown and Deandre Swift. Again, everyone's favorite team for stacking the Buffalo bills have a bunch of injuries. We don't really know how that's going to shake out. They, they have a 30 point team total, but they are two touchdown favorites. And then um, probably the most disappointing team in the NFL, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have the second highest team total They're getting guys back. back. Cole Beasley retired. Tough scenes. I mean, it (laughs) is normally I'm pretty take locked on a Thursday, and uh, I'm I'm not really that take
1: locked as we're sitting here. No, I think that's going to be a theme today. We had a few, you know, major adjustments that kind of happened, and I think that's going to be all right. We're going to get ourselves into a good place. But honestly, this is kind of fun. We'll work through. We'll work through our processes together, and I I do kind of like some of these. I know it seems bad these games where you have just like the huge favorites, like the the highest totals against absolute doormats that happens a lot. And I think you get some edge there by stacking those teams. Cause people are just like, ah, it's a blowout. It's not going to happen. But you know, I mean, if Buffalo beats the living snot out of Pittsburgh as you know, this is obviously gets talked about a lot, but yeah, they're probably going to put up 35 by the fourth quarter. And Josh Allen will have gotten his, it's just a question of like, does he run for two touchdowns? And like, which whack the mole guy does it go to, you know, that's, it's not great when the you get the step where I think the Steph digs eleven points with Josh Allen 34 is kind of back in play, which it didn't look like after the first couple of seasons. We thought they were back in their 2020 form, but we'll see what happens. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. So starting out at quarterback, Josh Allen breaking everything. Now again, so to take, to take people behind the curtain, we are reworking the way we calculate efficiency. And that on the front end of the projections right now, Thursday afternoon on dailyroader.com is going to make the projections look really wonky because guys right now are being given the actual rates upon which they have scored touchdowns, not the rates which we would project them to score touchdowns. So that is, uh, it, it's things are things are wonky right now. I would say the, the, honestly, the, the two, What it's really giving us right now is like buy high model. The optimals are giving us a buy high model. So they're telling us that that Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen are the best plays ever. And that uh, they are. Yeah, uh, I I would imagine that if you were using another, uh, if you were using more regressed efficiency type stuff, you're going to be getting Tom Brady as the number one optimal probability quarterback or probably number two optimal probability quarterback because he is 6,000. He had a huge game last week. He got Evans back. He got Godwin back. He got Julio back. They threw 52 times, 385 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions last week. He's six thousand dollars on DraftKings. His uh, his his stacking options all are cheap. Uh, Fournette is six thousand five hundred. Godwin's fifty nine hundred. I think Evans is. I don't. I don't know Evans' is salary off the top of my head. I I will say, I will say for me, I'm not really that interested in loading up Tom Brady double stacks in the spy. Knowing how heavy those combos are going to be owned.
1: Well, it's funny you say that because a regressed Tom Brady model, a, a model with heavier regression, like basically what we found out an hour ago was, oh, this is being regressed too much. Not what I we thought it was, cool. uh, and it it is now basically barely being regressed at all. Uh, I will fix that, but it a, a non-regressed Tom Brady model. He's the most. He's so efficient. So like his optimal probability is actually going to be pretty or where my simulation stuff comes into play like he doesn't tend to do as well it's the same reason you know we get into the patrick mahomes debate every week because you're like oh he's the absolute best smash but you know he doesn't run enough so it makes it hard those guys like the reason Allen and hertz have so much higher do so much better in the sims is because they run and there's a lot of ways they can get there it's the same like devo samuel is always way higher off Probability that his projection would would suggest because he's a dual threat. Anybody who like does multiple things has just way more avenues to smash. So Allen and Hertz. I mean, I think it's pretty clear that they're the top, but you mentioned Brady. I'm pretty into the Bucks this week. They this year thus far. Have not had those thirty-point totals they had routinely week in and week out last year. Well, they they've been, they've been the, the, a the,
0: the the offensive line stinks. They've all been banged up. Brady looks a year old. I mean, Brady still gets the ball out super quick. uh, yeah. But but is I mean, you would expect a forty-five-year-old quarterback if his weapons are injured and the line stinks to be worse.
1: No, I think that that is fair. But I think the line is getting a little bit better. I feel like I read some news reports about that. Brady put up a million points last week and. Atlanta is absolutely brutal. Their defensive line is maybe the worst in football. So he should have more time. He gets the ball out quickly. He has, you know, the third greatest receiver in the history of the National Football League and Mike Evans back. That's like mild hyper hyperbole, but not really. Uh, so I don't know. I, I like them a lot. And I often with a team like this, especially when we have all these like massive spreads, is just like for two thirds of my runs, I'm going to have an at least one buck thing going because you don't know who it's going to be. But Lens the highest optimal probability running back. Brady obviously could throw for 305 here if he wants to. Uh, Evans is just an absolute touchdown smasher. Chris Godwin can get there on dink and dunk. They're not expensive. 6K for Brady, 6-9 Evans, 5-9 Godwin. Like, that's not very much. I hear what you're saying. I think it probably will get steamed a bit in single entry, but they're not looking too popular yet. And I think for MME, and there's there's multiple ways you can do it. You know, like Miami, I think, is going to be kind of the bad shock this week because they're fairly cheap, but they have a crappy quarterback, and there's just the two guys that you would play with them. So if you're playing a Miami stack, you're kind of doing the same thing everyone else is, or you're trying to get lucky with a skinny stack. No, no, Reek just kind of looks like the the worst shock so far. But we, we'll we see what happens there. But I'm interested in the Bucks, and I haven't really been – thus far this season other than some four net
0: i'm interested in the cardinal side of the eagles cardinals right so you do kyler instead of hurts you do hollywood yep. and aj brown Zach Hertz, whatever and then you're getting into pretty unique combos at that point i am not really interested in stafford not really interested in gino against the saints i'm not really i mean there are worse plays than Teddy Bridgewater, right? Because so much of the Dolphins production, you would just expect him to basically do the equivalent of a five-yard pop pass and then let Tyreek and Waddle do the work. Probably the guy yes. who I'm leaning towards Fine. as my my weirdo play is Trevor Lawrence stacks uh mm-hmm. against the Houston Texans, right? So you got Kirk, you got Zay Jones, you got Evan Ingram, you have your obvious run back and Brandon Cooks. Maybe you could run it back with whoever is starting at tight end for them, probably OJ Howard. Um but that, I mean, that that the Lawrence doubles are kind of, and he runs a little bit. I mean, he he runs more than the Kirk Cousins and Tom Brady's. Like you, like he could score a sixteen yard rushing touchdown. That's in the range.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's just just by being younger. No, I think Lawrence is pretty good. I don't think that's as weird as you maybe think. Kirsten Kirk is going to be very very popular. So I'm not sure that's so off the board. But I don't mind it. That will certainly be in my mix. That's not like a quarterback I'm crossing off. Gino is, I don't know, like, I kind of want to get there. The Saints are just, they're really, they're not a fun team for anybody to play against. But Gino, obviously, has been spectacular this season. The the Vikings are a little tough. Like, Cousins is a little too expensive. I kind of think he's in that, like, Derek Carr the last few weeks range, where he's, you know, cheap, but not as cheap as the real dumpster divers. You know, he's that little bit over 6K guy. And then his, you want to play Devontae Adams with Derek Carr. You want to play... Justin Jefferson with Kirk Cousins because if they're really doing it, those guys are going to get there. And, you know, Justin Jefferson is like $9,000. He's just, they're just bested by Cooper Cup. So you're really paying a premium there. I think you can probably buy low on Herbert a little bit. I'm more interested in it if Keenan Allen is out because I the pricing is awkward. He, I, don't I, I, don't, I, don't,
0: I don't think he's going to play. And the other interesting element is Palmer is banged up too. So he might mm-hmm. not play, which would leave DeAndre Carter. But would just leave them really thin. And Everett obviously would be a better play yeah. too. And you could play, play Mike and
1: Everett. Like it's, that's a, it's a pretty consolidated tree. Those are the touchdown scores. Well,
0: and, and Austin Eckler, right? You can play, I, I, you could definitely play him with Eckler.
1: Yeah. I don't real. I still really, I know Eckler gets a lot of receptions for a running back, but that's, you're paying a lot for, 15% of the market share of targets there, you know, like you wouldn't pay it's that. More, for it's receiver. more like
0: I, I have been projected for 18 with Keenan out and I feel pretty good about that, which is basically the same target shares Josh Palmer's had.
1: Sure. That's fine. I mean, they're obviously much, they're different targets, the field. Yeah, but yeah.
0: Ecklers, Ecklers are more likely to go for touchdowns though. I mean, we literally just saw it
1: right but it's also more likely that he actually just runs the ball and Herbert gets zero points for these touchdowns which yeah, so that's it's the it's problem. Just, that's it's the just, problem just
0: variance bro I mean what if they run the if they run the Xander Horvath Xander Horbath fullback play but they run it for Eckler boom 12 points easy game
1: yeah hey you know that's true that's a that's a great point counterpoint I, I am dusted what am I going to do here
0: I I do I mean I just I I would I just want to talk myself into Kyler this week is really what it's come down to is I would love to talk myself into Kyler. Hollywood, Rondale, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Uh, the Eagles, by the way, very narrow target tree as well. There are only three guys you're playing yep. there. And I think Sanders is going to get a little bit popular this week. So I would love to just be on any angle that it's not include playing Miles Sanders.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think Arizona is pretty solid because that's the you know, that's the highest total game because it's, you know, the, the somewhat competitive there. It's not supposed to be a blowout. There's other teams with higher totals, but. Um, you know, it's not it's a five-point spread, I believe, at the moment. So I think that's fine. Uh Hollywood obviously he's he is third on the season behind uh in or on this slate on the season in air yards behind Chris Olave, who was number one by a freaking mile, because partially because of that one 330 yard game. But all you know, he's had a he's getting a lot, and people are finally onto that. He was a bit of a free square though, or a you know, nice, a very solid tournament like uh, you know, like real hard over because he was getting he was like five percent even after the 300 air yard game. So I think he's definitely uh, he's he's gonna he's fine, but uh, my point with that was that Marquise Brown is the third behind Olave and Reek in air yards on this late this season. So he is and he's performed well, but he hasn't had like none of those long ones have really gone for touchdowns, right? Has he had any like just he's streaking down the field and dusting everyone.
0: No, not yet. He's been I mean, the whole offense is closer to the line of scrimmage. Another another thing for quarterback is I really like using Allen this week with Diggs and Shakir. I think Shakir yeah. should Shakir is a guy who I think literally should be like 17, 18%, but will not be. Um but if if so Kumaro's out, he's got a high ankle. Crowder, I think, broke his ankle. I think he might be he done did. for the year. And McKenzie so at first it was reported that he was limited with a concussion on Wednesday. Then the actual team practice report came out and he was a DNP. I think with the, the Tua stuff going on, guys with head injuries are just not going to play the week after this year. So the bills are are down to two wide receivers that they had to start the year. Shakir, who was a game day scratch. And then Isaiah Hodgins, who is their practice squad guy. And Knox also not practicing. I, I mean, I think we could see 80% of snaps for Shakir.
1: Uh, I think that's probably reasonable. I, I I I really wanted to talk about him, and maybe we should just do it now. Uh, it's fine because we can go a little. No, bit no, let's, it. let's let's it come, a lot let's to come. That's to do without.
0: Let's 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 come back to him because there are other guys to talk about. So, uh, who, your two favorite tournament quarterbacks are who? Uh,
1: Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts.
0: Mine are, mine are Allen with the Steelers bring back. You just plug your nose and play Pickens or Claypool uh and kyler and then lawrence lawrence third after that um okay running back very interesting this week uh because leonard fournette has been horrific this year so bad the workload's been so good he did give up he did give up a one yard rushing touchdown and some some garbage time stuff to uh one mr rashad white last week good for the best ball bags but I mean, we got McCaffrey, single digit ownership projection, Dalvin Cook, single digit ownership projection, Alvin Kamara in what should be like a stone spot for him with Andy Dalton, like just give Alvin Kamara the ball. Let's get out of here with a win against Seattle. And then how about back to back weeks of five targets for one Mr. D Henry? are are running back more and more people are saying, is running back scoring back?
1: Ooh, that's a very interesting thought. Uh, I don't doesn't really seem like it. <laughs> like last week, D Henry, or two weeks ago, he got 25 points and was, I believe, or I guess Herbert was the highest scoring, but he was the second highest. No one played Herbert because he was, but like, you know, it, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think running back scoring is actually down, but scoring in general is, down, well, running, so.
0: running back scoring, running back scoring in general is way down.
1: Yeah. But no, I like, I don't know, I've been pounding the big dog drum. He's going to be a little bit popular this week. So it's like, I don't know, it's, it's fine. He's more of a no play.
0: He he's the I, I'll tell you right now the guys who are going to be stone chalk in most of your contests. Jamal Williams will be for sure. The Patriots running backs will be for yes. sure. Khalil Montre, Herbert, gross. Jeff Wilson Jr., Brice Hall, Leonard Fournette. Those are your those are your chalk running backs.
1: Eckler as well. Singletary is going to get. I see
0: Singletary is probably the most interesting one to me because I don't think I I think even with the gigantic team total and spread people I mean. Remember when Singletary was literally playing every single snap for the bills last year, he still was not getting steam to our people just don't like him. He's just not a name. People like to click on.
1: I think that's true, but they're talking about him a little bit. I don't know. Even just like, I'm not, I, you know, I do not spend a ton of time on Twitter, but it's just, it's very much like, okay, people are like, you know, Devin Singletary played all these snaps last week again. So I think he's, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see how that plays out when this theme does come in. Cause I, you know, Pittsburgh's generally a pretty bad run defense. It's a massive total. If you don't want to play Josh Allen, like you go that way. I think Mostert is actually a solid l- leverage play. Potentially, it doesn't really look like it yet, but it's just with Reek m- most likely being the most popular wide receiver. And it's a Dolphins team that is a you know big, a decent size favorite against the crappy Jets team. And what are they gonna do? It's Teddy Bridgewater. Like I don't think they're gonna run the Tua offense with him. I, I could certainly be wrong, but I think that that's a pretty solid way to get there. Teddy's a you know very good you know these just a regular old B minus you know he's a fine quarterback but he's not taking the he's not running running up, running up the score very much so I think Mostert's fine or like Edmonds do we know which one? No, is, Mostert. Mostert has it?
0: Mostert has iced Edmonds. Edmonds played twenty two percent. Edmonds played twenty two percent of the snaps last week. I think thirty eight percent the week before. It's it's one of those things where like the the underlying trends are there but Edmonds has scored three touchdowns on like I think like a combined 35 snaps the last two weeks I I, I would imagine that would reverse and it would especially reverse obviously if Mostert does one of his patented Mostert 70 yard touchdowns
1: sure yeah guys fast uh you want to talk uh, you want to argue about beta ass Ramondre Stevenson versus the alpha Damian Harris I mean Ramondre touchdown? is
0: Ramondre is the better play and we'll continue to to play more snaps and run more routes and get more touches. But in this spot, I don't really have. I mean, I don't really have a problem with either one of them. I think they're both under owned a little bit because let me well, tell DeMondre you, this, is
1: the most popular uh, PO on, on on all running backs right now. So I wouldn't say that they're both. Is under-owned. he really? Yeah.
0: I see. I see. Fournette, Jeff Wilson Jr., Pierce. I, I, I think, I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, I think that's
1: fine, but
0: if, if Vermont Drake, so I'm looking at a blended opt, uh, a blended projection and mm-hmm. I see Stevenson at 13% that, I mean, Stevenson at 13%, uh, Damian Harris at 10%, give me Stevenson.
1: Huh? Yeah. I mean, I don't have a ton of tout data yet. The, my P owns definitely get a lot better. Usually by like Friday afternoon is really when the, the cavalcade of info comes in, but Yeah, I don't know. It's, I I got you. But, and listen, listen, this is the argument I made every week so far. And they've both been pretty good so far this year. Harris is scoring more points. Harris gets more touchdown opportunity. You know, yeah, Ramondre is, if you, if you got to play one in cash, obviously you play Ramondre because there's more like, there's more guaranteed volume there. Harris absolutely can do 12 carries for 32 yards and one target that he doesn't catch. Like, there's a real disgusting floor with Harris. But this is a bad team. Against the worst run defense in football, am I making that up? I think that no, is you're true.
0: you're legit. I mean, they are just going to run the ball. If Bailey Zappi actually starts this game at quarterback, they are literally they're it's no. gonna be it's gonna be like that Falcons drive against the Browns. I mean, they are just going to run every single down.
1: So they don't really care. They're not. They're not trying to put up. They're not trying to get the passing game going. If if the running game works, which it should against a god awful Detroit defense, they are going to be happy doing that. And Harris, like it or not, gets more goal line work. He's in that. You know, it's the old. It's Jamal Williams before DeAndre Swift was hurt. It's kind of like that. But on a team that's a bad offense, I mean, last last you're hoping for two touchdowns, and last week seems unlikely to do that.
0: Damien got 18 rushes, one target. Ramondre got 14 rushes, five targets. So they're both gonna get the ball I eighteen they had three times or so. Red
1: zone rushes and two of them went to Harris. He's got double the red zone rushes. You know, it's the it's the does he get into the end zone twice? I think that's how a Patriot ends up optimal. And I don't see that for Ramondre. But
0: yeah, it could, I, mean, I mean the it could one the, happen, the one guy I for sure will not be playing in tournaments is Jeff Wilson Jr. I'll probably play him in cash. I'll probably play I'll probably play Jeff Wilson Jr. for and Khalil Herbert in cash. I think I slightly prefer Herbert to, to Damien Pierce. That's pretty close, but I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. is fine to get to 13 in cash or whatever, but he is so limited by what the 49ers do in the red zone. I mean, all his touchdowns this year are going to come from like 20 yards out, you know, like they just, they get down to the five and it's Kittle it's Debo it's IU it's like, you know, naked bootlegs. Like they're just not handing him the ball on the three yard line.
1: Yeah, and they're a dominant defense playing against the slowest team in the NFL. So it's like there's not a lot of opportunity there. So he's going to have to do that. Kind of agree with you there. What do you make of Dalvin Cook? Like he looks like he'll be quite a bit own because it's it and he's a he's run
0: so bad. He's run so he really bad. Has. Right? De- 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 Madison scoring the four yard touchdown only played like twelve snaps against the Saints. He yep. he is he is primed for a vintage, you know, Dalvin Cook thirty five pointer.
1: Yeah, and they're touchdown home favorites against a very bad chicago team like i yeah. really liked alvin cook this he's week.
0: he's probably he's probably my favorite running running back play this week uh oh big news to hear it? bears running back 20 36 seconds ago bears running back david montgomery upgraded to limited practice he 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 hears the khalil herbert footsteps coming he he um he does not want to get wally
1: pipped no i think that's fair what about uh, Rashad Penny? I think you know the Saints are tough, but he's one of those guys that when he gets it, you know, he, there's just so many, there's so many chances for him when he's working. The Seahawks actually play fast too; they just stink, so they don't run as many plays. I, I I don't but- know
0: if they're going to play fast this week. I I do think it's kind of been fed into some of these games they played. My my guess would be is they're going to trend back down towards the Pete Carroll average, and that we're we're going to see some of these early spike weeks as kind of kind of aberrations. I mean, Pe- but Penny might just be the efficiency guy. Like, he might be the guy who every week you're like, he can't keep getting away with this as he rips off. I mean, you know, he might be like uh, NFC, NFC West, Derrick
1: Henry, basically. Right. They just, I mean, they weren't that slow last year either. It's just it's a little bit the Panthers thing. The Panthers are pretty slow, but it's more that like if you go three and out every time, yeah, you're gonna not have many plays. But the Seahawks gave up the most plays in the league by a ton. And I remember that narrative a lot last year where people were like, I don't know, you can't play people against the Seahawks. They're so slow. But they gave up the most plays in the league and people just crushed them. So yeah. I don't know. I don't think they're trying to play slow. I think that I think that he's he's fine. I
0: just I mean and like I people are a little bit down on Jamal Williams because he only got uh, he only played on 48% of the snaps or whatever, but he got like 80% of the running back work. I I would be
1: pretty interested in going right back to the well on Jamal Williams. He's fine. It's just his role didn't really change. You know, he's going to get all the, it, he's going to get all the goal line work. They're not going to throw to him all that much, but he's fine.
0: So my, my hand in the dirt football take is that when you play 80 snaps in a game, you just, you got to get spelled more than if you play 62 snaps in a game. And sure. especially when it's like, you know, they're in the second half. It's like breathless. We're chucking the ball down the field and, you know, Josh Reynolds is leaping and we're going for two and it's all chaotic. Like that's not going to happen in this game. It's just going to be very controlled. Both teams are just going to run the ball on first down, run the ball on second down. Like it's just, I, I think, I think this is, you, 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 it would be weird to say this, like this is a better game for Jamal Williams than a, the 15th highest scoring game in NFL history. But I, I actually think this, he probably gets more touches in this game than he did in their last game against the, against the Seahawks.
1: Sure. I think that's fine. Uh, another guy who's been running really bad, who I can, if pe- if this Arizona Philly game gets steamed, which I think there's a real chance for it too, because again, the, the best it's the best overall game environment because it's a relatively tight spread and, a, and pretty good totals on both sides. James Connor has run really bad. And I think that's yeah, pretty good. I, I'm, not, I'm not
0: doing, I'm not doing that. I can't get that deep into the pool. He's like the 32nd best running back play.
1: No, he's like the seventh best.
0: He just—it's like it's one of those spots where like if you continue to be inefficient for so long, and they—they've been giving Daryl and Eno snaps. Like in week one, Daryl and Eno's role—well, Daryl didn't play at all, and Eno just played on third downs. But now they're working in Daryl and Eno. It's, I, it just—it seems. But he was
1: ungodly efficient last year. You know, like what's changed? It's probably going to be somewhere in the. Well, most... they're a way he worse. He ran they're... hot last year. And...
0: Well, they're way worse. They're just the—the the team is way worse, right?
1: Are they?
0: I don't know. I yeah, mean, the defense Deandre, is really,
1: the defense is really bad this year and they weren't so bad last Deandre, year. Deandre
0: DeAndre Hopkins is really good. And Rondell Moore and Greg Dorch are not very good. They're, they're pretty bad.
1: You, you are, you knew how to get into my heart with that one, but Rondell Moore is not very good. He played a ton of snaps last week though. I will say. He and he, he is, is a play big, this week. but play
0: I, there was this snap where he got like, he had like an eight yard little screen and he's running up the field and he could have got the first down. And this Panthers defender, I swear, just pushed him over. Like I swear, yeah, just
1: re- reached his like arm 150 out. 150 pounds, just... dude.
0: Like, but I mean, Hollywood's not very big, and he finds a way to make those guys miss. It's just, it was like, it honestly, Hollywood's a grown man, even more than the size thing. It was just like a poor awareness thing, and I'm like, I don't know, maybe Cliff's right to not play this guy. Maybe he just, maybe he does just
1: stink. Um, I mean, the Cardinals do kind of traffic in poor awareness. <laughs> that is a bit their brand. Yeah, with a uh, with old Cliff and everything. So wide receiver.
0: Pretty interesting because we got a lot of dudes projected for a lot of points. And I I do wonder if people actually leverage themselves out of just playing Cooper Cup, who is like, I mean, Cooper Cup is just going to get a billion points every week. I'm, I'm just playing Cooper Cup. I don't care. I don't care how much he costs.
1: Yeah. I mean, he'll certainly be in my pool, but it's so expensive. That's the thing with Cooper Cup is yeah, but he we have up. value at every spot this week. Every spot has a good value play. I know, play. I know. But listen, here's the thing: like Cooper Cup is like definitely going to put up, tw- you know, twenty five or whatever. You know, that's not. I mean, his floor is eighteen, but he he is very likely going to get 27, 28. Like even in a like you know his seventieth percentile game is better than all of these other guys' seventieth percentile games. But if any one of them runs hot. Like Debo can beat Cooper Cup, uh, can beat a twenty-eight point Cooper Cup game. Tyree can beat a twenty-eight point Cooper Cup game. Well, AJ Brown can well, beat. Sure, a all these, Cooper all Cup these game.
0: guys can. But Cooper Cup can like get forty without breaking a sweat.
1: Wow, well, I mean, 40 is a lot. Their offensive line is bad. Dallas's defensive line is good. Listen, he's gonna get his. I think he's pretty safe for twenty-five. I just, I'm not prioritizing it because it's so expensive. And I think there's, there's plenty of like seventy-five hundred to eight K dudes. That I think can hit the same ceiling, so I'm gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. T- I'm not saying.
0: I'm not saying there's like no one on the slate who can beat him. Like Tyreek can beat him. No, I know. Godwin can beat him. London, well, God- London probably can <laughs> Godwin you know.
1: is like the worst example to bring up there. He's just like crappy Cooper Cup. No, God, you are. You are. Uh, he's my- fine, Cooper Cup. He's pretty good, Cooper Cup, but he's a slot receiver. He doesn't get a ton of touchdowns. He doesn't get a ton of air yards. Like it's I mean, not, dude, as, Godwin, not. as Godwin.
0: Godwin has six career games with over 120 yards and two touchdowns.
1: So, uh, as everyone I'm sure is interested in how we came to this uh, this realization today that we had a bug on some on some of our efficiency rates was I, uh, you know, a scholar was looking through the projections and being like, "How on God's earth is is Chris Godwin having the same or higher optimal probability than freaking Mike Evans?" And uh, it turned out that they had, there was just a problem with their efficiency. So the touchdown rates were about the same for them based on their targets. Now, Tom Brady has been there for three seasons now, including the playoffs. Mike Evans has played 41 games with him. Chris Godwin has played 32. Care to hazard a guess on like what the touchdown outcomes are there? Or like, say, how what X do you think Mike Evans has Cooper Cup?
0: I mean, I not would I would I would guess Evans has scored like three times as many touchdowns, but it's not that's not what I would project moving forward. I would say that's much more likely to if we go if we went from this spot to the end. <laughs> it's of not Brady three retiring. times,
1: dude. That's like it, that's ridiculous. Well, but God, friend... it's close to three times. It's 34 to 13. Like it's insane. That's, that's that is exactly, not an that's... accident at a certain point. That's not just variance, bro. That is Mike Evans is a giant person and he plays the Gronk role a lot. And Evans is, yeah, he's a very quality receiver. He's a better, like Godwin at 5,900 is like the cash play. I'm not doing that with Evans. Evans ceiling is nuts though. Like he gets the three touchdown games. He gets the, I beat Cooper cup for almost $3,000 less games. Godwin doesn't get those. I mean, it's very rare.
0: That's so wrong. I mean, because Godwin, you you could, argue. You could just argue Godwin has run bad. I mean, he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL in terms of efficiency, one of the most efficient per target, one of the only guys in the NFL who's had over 10 yards per target in a 100 target season. Like he just I just I think this I think this is wrong.
1: I mean, they've got over, you know, like Evans has 41 games with Brady. Godwin has 32 games with Brady and Evans gets twice as many red zone looks. And yeah, it's been almost three times. It's 34 to 13 in touchdowns. Like, yeah, it's not going to be that crazy, but I do think, you know, 28 to 16 is about right. So like Evans just has the new ceiling. And I I just think, I just just think
0: touchdowns are more random than you do, I think.
1: Right, because I look at things and say, this is a large enough sample that I can statistically but, say, but it's but not thirty random.
0: thirty games, thirty, like like if you if I threw out a thirty game thirty four game major league baseball sample, you would like laugh at me
1: right, because there's four opportunities in a major league baseball game for each person, you know, just it's, the it's quite the different. the
0: i I would wager that a data scientist that does not know shit about football would tell us that we are we are we have no clue what we're talking about and that these are not significant samples.
1: I'm a data scientist This is literally my job title. I, I know, but you are a data, data Empire, scientist. And you're and a I data I a scientist. About football,
0: and I can that's you. what I'm saying. I'm saying that's the problem. I'm saying, I'm saying your knowledge of how fantasy football works is actually, you are, you are
1: not seeing the forest for the trees. I don't know about that, but you know, fun debate. I mean, Mike I could be, I could be wrong. I could be I, wrong. I mean, yeah, you know, my computer says that you are wrong. <laughs> it's not just the looking at the total numbers. I just figure for the people listening to this, look at the numbers, and yeah, they're all. It's just Evans gets way more touchdowns. He gets way more touchdown looks, and you know, he's a lot. But you know, bigger. on on drafting, you also take to... initially. I remember, you know, like I mean, I still, I still
0: think, I still think that's true. But I, I also think that. Like God, I mean, I would definitely make the argument that Godwin just overall in his career has just run bad on touchdowns. You don't you don't see players with this historical level of efficiency score as few touchdowns as he had very often.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, part of this too, and this is not a data science take, this is a hand in the dirt take, is that, you know, sort of objectively, if you think about it, dudes in the slot generally have more people, like, yeah, they're, it's an easier pass to complete, it's closer, but they have to still then beat two or three people down the field like an outside receiver usually especially from someone as you know football aware as tom brady is usually getting that deep threat deep that deep chuck when he has single coverage when the safeties are somewhere else and so like the slot is generally more of the safety valve and so like he gets it but then there's still safeties he's got to beat and an outside receiver if they get the the completion they've usually just got the one man to beat and then it's to the house so yeah plus there's all the short yardage stuff being better the like the the just giantness of Evans working better in the red zone where everything is so congested too. So,
0: yeah, I I, I would say my two favorite wide receiver plays of the week though are AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. Just while we're we're doing wide receivers, I mean those guys at single digit ownership, super condensed target yeah. tree. They can AJ Brown's get... my
1: favorite too. So yeah. fun 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 discussion, but yeah, you know I like AJ Brown the best as well.
0: Um, so CD Lamb did not practice on Thursday. Uh, if he doesn't go. I do think Gallup is pretty interesting because they didn't really limit him when he came back. He's five thousand. Mm. I mean, mm. he scored a touchdown in his first game back. That's a really strong play. And then Shakir is that is my gold star five. That's my that's my lock of the week. I pencil him in for three for fifty-five with you know good good T D equity. I yeah, mean, he's just a play, great play. A yeah.
1: I think you're right. I was I was a little weirded out when I looked at this and it's like, okay, he's the so the you know, he's only projecting for about three percent ownership. You know, not a ton of tau tags have come in yet. So that changes things. We'll see how much he gets talked up. Well, I worry well once it'll be a little once bit but people Ma- are projecting him lower than we are. And I did look into it a little bit, but sorry, what are you I, saying?
0: I think people are still have McKenzie projected in.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably part of it. But Shakir actually on the season has played. I was a little surprised by this because I was there was a primetime slate a couple weeks ago where I kind of no, jammed well, him because I was like, was, okay, this guy's got some pedigree and has a chance, but he plays mostly in the slot. He's fifty-three percent of his snaps have been in the slot this year. And it's McKenzie and Crowder that are out. And those are the slot guys. They yeah. can play Diggs more inside and could play Kumaro out there because they trust him more, but he's out. They, so. Kumara, yeah, it's
0: I, I I don't really know. I don't really know what they're gonna do, honestly, because so this is their this is their wide receiver depth chart. Kumaro out, Crowder out, uh, McKenzie probably out. Then their practice squad guys are Jaquari Robinson, Tanner Gentry, Isaiah Hodgins. Gentry and Hodgins are both slot wide receivers too. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't think they would play either one of
1: those guys. He has Mike- some pedigree. He's like a third or fourth round pick. He's got decent athleticism. Like you know, I think they. I don't think he's like a piece that they're like banking on, but I think they're hoping that he could be something. It's not I like mean, a you know seventh round like Gabe, this is the Gabe last Davis, it's not like Cole Beasley was on the bucks the last couple of weeks or Gabe like, yeah, Davis I'm
0: was fourth. also a fourth round pick
1: for the Bills, you know. Oh wow. That's so a sample of two, dude. Like here it comes. Like it's in. It's got to well, be. Well, I would
0: I would say I would say the Bills are probably pretty good at identifying guys later in the draft who fit what they need there because cause they're always they will always at like when Diggs is old, they're going to trade a first round pick for another wide receiver. Like that, they, they will just keep doing this, or they'll spend a first round pick on a wide receiver. They're not going to, they're not going to have him playing with a bunch of scrubs. So they'll yeah, need guys right. like Shakir who can contribute. So I'm, I'm pretty yeah. big, I'm pretty big on him.
1: I think uh, so too. I, I think the big thing to think about though, just like the last thing about Shakir is, we'll see how much he gets steam, steamed up. If he's fifteen percent, it's kind of gross. But if he is this, like you know, up to ten percent he's a $3,200 reasonably viable wide receiver that you can play with by far the best quarterback play on the slate. So it makes that so much more affordable. I don't think he's got the, you know, he doesn't have a Gabe Davis ceiling. He's a slot receiver, but you know, yeah, if he gets four for 60 and gets a touchdown, like you are cooking in that case and you know, and the bills are the, are the biggest, you know, they certainly have the highest optimal probability overall. So.
0: Okay. Uh, let's let's do let's do tight end. Uh no interest in twenty-five percent owned Tyler Higby. Also no interest in thirteen percent owned Kyle Pitts. I I would play him at single digits. Uh I am I am much more interested in truly dumpster diving this week with OJ Howard. OJ Howard's probably my OJ Howard and Logan Thomas are my two favorite tight end plays of the week. We didn't mention Terry McLaurin oh, with Johan they... Dotson out.
1: Yeah yeah he's he's a really good
0: play mclaurin mclaurin's a really good play
1: yeah i like that and we did mention rondell snaps i think he's fine i think jalen waddle is probably going to be significantly less popular than tyreek so that's a fun zag as well drake london's a boss um and you know if kyle pitts does really get steamed that's a pretty solid leverage there plus that's an attractive game that you would like to be stacking some you know like you bring drake london as your run back in a brady stack you're looking pretty good uh here the i mean dawson knox is the highest optimal probably just a weird week at tight end like you know there's no andrews or kelsey on the slate there's no waller uh there's no kittle you know it's like the all the primo guys are gone so i'm just, I'm, are, just I'm just
0: telling you dude oj howard three catches 30 yards and a touchdown like count your million dollars it's a, they cut they cut Farrell brown brevin jordan may, yeah. or may not be back from an injury this week H- howard i mean i was ready to laugh him off after the two touchdown game in week one but they he he led the team and played snaps like six the snaps.
1: yeah the last last week you got out there yeah i i think you're right i think he's fine i've all i've just OJ howard's a tough one for me because i've lost a lot of money on him over the years but it's he's actually like kind of good role. he's like at least he kind is of good. Yeah. no he was wasn't he was he a first round pick like he's a real monster athlete i think 28 of him at best ball last last year it's just like yeah that's my last round pick every time it's tom brady like he's yeah. He was so drunk, the the
0: Buccaneers, old. the Buccaneers took him in the first round of the 2017 draft, but he, he, uh, lot, yeah. he tore his Achilles. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. I mean, tight, tight. It's really bad. Hawkinson, no interest in Schultz. Well, 3,400 Schultz, maybe if, um, if CD doesn't play Everett, as I mentioned, I think is pretty strong.
1: Goddard's it's so pretty great bad. with Hurts. you know, just you do, do the single stack there or use yeah. him as a second I, piece. I don't
0: hate I don't hate Fryermuth as a bring back for Josh Allen stuff either.
1: Yeah, I guess that's okay. You're hoping for a couple touchdowns. Do you have any did you see do, do you have any data on like what was Kenny Pickens? Did he act markedly different to Mitchell Trubisky in his target distribution? Yeah, he threw
0: he threw five of his thirteen passes to Pickens.
1: Well, oh. Oh right, pick and yeah. sack, pick it, pick ins. great. Okay, that's yeah. going to be confusing for a couple of weeks. He, well,
0: yeah. I mean, the the big stat is that not not one of his passes hit the ground. He threw thirteen passes, ten of them were completions, one was a jump ball Claypool should have came down with, another was a tip drill that Friermuth probably should have done better with, and then the other one was a hail mary that got intercepted.
1: Yeah, that Claypool thing was a bummer. I was very high on him. He's just like an absolute freak of an athlete, and it's it's too bad. But but like that's a good throw. That's what you're supposed to do with a guy like that. He can jump out of the gym fast. He's stronger than you know. There's no cornerbacks that are six foot four, or if they are, that's like Kevin King. He's <laughs> just yeah. like an absolute disaster. Like if people are t- that tall and that athletic, they're playing wide receiver. You know, like cornerbacks are wide receivers that are either short or have stone hands generally. Yeah. So. Uh, and Joku, I mean, I don't know. I, I like. I prefer Everett in that game, but Joku's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, he is. He's fine. Uh, okay, defense. But, but yeah, Higby
1: sucks. That's a, yeah. Hig
0: H- H- Higby sucks. Don't don't play him at at that ownership. Um, looks like the chalk D of the week is going to be the Cowboys, which mm-hmm. uh, they really should not be twenty five hundred. Wow, that is big. What are what are we doing? DraftKings, come on now.
1: Well, it's the Rams. They're the Super Bowl champions and theoretically a very good offense that's really struggled out of the gate. They're so reliant on their offensive line. You know, it's really been true. Like that first year when they brought in Whitworth, like the first, was that the first McVay year, I think? And they just went from like the worst team in the league to like, oh, wow, the Rams are really good. Gurley had those monster years, but they've had a couple of years where the offensive line has been hurt and it's it's not gone well. Stafford's not great under pressure. So No, no, he's not.
0: Um, I guess my my super galaxy leverage bla- my leverage take of the week would be the Seahawks if they go up against uh, Andy Dalton. feels feels pretty good to play them. Uh, and then Do you think
1: people will play the Lions against Bailey Ze- Zeppe? I don't think they should.
0: No, because they. I actually think that's a bad spot. You you want you would rather right. you know you would rather play uh you know some defense
1: against a semi Perfect. you For know what.
0: The Bears defense yeah. against Kirk as an underdog or you know, just some spot where you're gonna see a lot of passing attempts.
1: Yeah, which I can get behind New England against the goof, you know. He's been really good. He's another like like actually it's funny. We were just like just that whole Rams and offensive line thing, right? We had Jared God, there was no more up and down quarterback. He had a couple really good years and a couple really bad years, and it was it was directly related to that offensive line. And Detroit has a killer offensive line, and he's been really good this year.
0: Yeah uh okay favorite game stack of the week
1: uh i mean if i'm full stacking the game it's philly and arizona but like i'm just prioritizing and jamming buffalo i'm gonna play a lot of it and i'm not necessarily gonna force a bring back there and i think i'm really gonna get into the bucks and like not necessarily gonna force a bring back but you know london and pitts are are perfectly attractive there yeah, but so, it's Philly. Arizona is the kind of objectively best one. I yeah. assume that's where you would go.
0: No, I like Houston, Jacksonville, Lawrence, Double, Cooks, Pierce. Uh, you know, Pierce said ownership. Whatever. I mean, he he could be the uh, Rashad Penny from last week for sure. And then and then mm-hmm. OJ Howard. Um, I I really like I really like that spot. And okay. um, I sure. I think Tennessee, Washington, also is. I I just am getting some vibes there. With uh, so so Burks is out. For, for yeah, I don't Tigers. think we've
1: mentioned one player from that. So, give me give me the case here.
0: Well, it's just that it's just that both of these offenses have a wide receiver who is playing a lot of snaps missing and that's not really reflected mm-hmm. in the salaries. And both of these quarterbacks also have the hair on fire games where they just, you know, they're they're eating sacks and then completing 18-yard passes and then running for first downs and then fumbling and then throwing it to, you know, it's like I could to- I could totally see this game being 33-31 or whatever.
1: Yeah, this is the problem. Robert Woods doesn't really scale at this age and health, and then it's Dude, two he, little, I, I, so two I, little I, tiny I, slot receivers.
0: I wanted to have, I wanted to have that that same take. He's been pretty good the last two weeks in terms of like route yeah. participation and stuff. And also, how much money would you how 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 many guesses would you have had to get for Tennessee Titans punt returner before you got to Robert Woods?
1: Oh, all of them the the coaches see, the yeah.
0: coaches see something that we do not see with Robert Woods because he he was their punt returner last week last two weeks
1: which is bizarre
0: okay.
1: I like it all right that's fair yeah Washington I mean Curtis Samuel is a, like kind of crappy Debo Samuel the cra- you know Chase Claypool yeah. is the even crappier version where he gets some Russian. so the optimal probability is high there's multiple routes for him to to get there so. Cool with Curtis Samuel, and yeah, we hate tight end. Why not Logan Thomas?
0: Logan yeah. Thomas, Logan Thomas. I I'm like picking him up in some leagues where I'm like totally dead and need flex starters. Like I, I think he'll see five targets this week.
1: Okay, that's yeah. fine. And yeah, McLaurin like and Wentz theoretically is a pretty good tournament kind of situation. Wentz likes to chuck it deep. He buys himself time by doing God knows what, yeah. and then uh and then McLaurin's fast.
0: All right, let's get out of here, everyone. The uh, the sims and everything. We're we're gonna be working on these for the next forty eight hours, and we'll get them into a good spot. Free, dailyrota.com. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, I'll be back with Reeves tomorrow.
1: NFL Props Tool. Actually, I got a plug just real quick. So oh that yeah, is let's do it. In beta. We're gonna test it finally tonight behind the wall, I and mean, then if our boy Pacheco signs off on it working, I did all the math uh, behind it, and but the inputs are you, so uh, I can just say, uh, you know, if it was a bad bet that's blame that on davis but all the uh, all the programming and the the math behind those distributions is perfect from your boy as uh, infallible infallible
0: all right everyone we'll be back tomorrow see you then
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, Reese's, you did it you stumped this charming devil